folks, and welcome to another round of Tripped Up Trivia, brought to you by the Radelich and Broadcasting Network. I'm your co-host, Alexis Haina, and tonight, the theme is everything that is dark in the night. The theme tonight is Batman, and I'm going to toss it over to my co-host, Jesse Starcher. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah, it's uh, it's a new month. It's a new tripped up trivia, and we are excited because the new Batman film is coming out. So, what we have come up with tonight is thirty questions all about the Dark Knight or things that surround the Dark Knight, and we are going to be dividing this up into three sections. We are definitely doing movies, we are doing TV, and we are doing comics. So all of those three categories are where these questions are going to fall as we make our way through this evening. Uh, So first round, of course, is going to be worth one point per question. And then after that, it's going to be two points per question because it gets just a little bit tougher. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get our contestants introduced here so we can get this game started. Bachelor number one has been described as having the perfect face for radio, host of Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast, as well as a co-founder of P-A-G-A-N, Pagan, Al Sedano. Al Sedano, you ready to talk the Dark Knight tonight? Oh, sure, yeah. By the way, major turnoffs are anchovies, people who don't use coasters, and men who smoke in public places. I need, I need a theme song as I read through that intro. <laughs> uh, it's great stuff. Good to have you back, Al. This man is the owner of Asylum Comics in Marietta, Ohio, subbing in at the very last second. He's the writer and editor-in-chief of indie publisher So Pro Comics and co-host of one of my favorite podcasts as well, Kapow, the pop-cultured podcast. His name is Jordan Lowe. Jordan Lowe, it's Batman Trivia. Are you ready, sir? Oh, I'm excited. Thanks for having me, Jesse. I appreciate the uh, short notice, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got in here, man. Well, you've you've had my brother Justin on the Disney episode. That's uh, right. My my co-host Cliff on the toy episode. That's right. So I'm, I, I knew eventually I'd get on here. All right, co-host of the MCU's Bleeding Edge. Oh my goodness, he's back again. It's it's Jeff Sloboda. Jeff, welcome back, man. You ready to play? Yes, I am. All right, fantastic. And hot off a Twitch stream. That's right. Hot off the Twitch stream tonight. He's been a guest on my podcast, Source Material. And a matter of fact, he hung out with Jordan and we talked about Batman at one point. We talked about uh, The Dark Knight Returns, if I remember correctly. That's Benjamin J. Cologne. Benjamin, Spider-Man fan nonetheless, but I know you talk some Batman. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Yeah, indeed. uh, uh, Batman's number, like my second favorite uh, superhero next is uh, Spider-Man. So I... Don't know how I'm going to hold up to uh, my competition here. Well, it's man, worth a try. Yeah, I'm glad you got the word just here. We're having a great time. You know, we're going to be talking about Bruce Wayne, and that's not an answer to one of the questions. <laughs> At least I don't think. Thank um, God, because I never would have gotten that one. <laughs> All right, Alexis, you're going to be handling the questions this evening. I get to keep score. I get the easy job. I want to turn it back over to you, Alexis. Let's get this game started. All right. First five questions are the easy category for the movie trivia. Are you ready, gentlemen? Yes, yes probably. <laughs> well, I haven't heard a no, so here we go. How about the option? Crap. Question number one. In the 1989 release Batman, directed by Tim Burton, what actor played the Dark Knight? Don't kill me, man! Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! 
I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. And surprise, surprise, everybody got this one correct. It is indeed Michael Keaton. The one's across the board there. Here we go. All right, this Great. one's a the blank. Question number two. Kevin Conroy voiced Batman in the first animated movie released Christmas of 1993, which was titled Batman Mask of the Blank. Of course I will. I never thought this would happen. I, I always felt like, like I'd thrown you a curveball, like you never knew what to do with me because I wasn't in the plan. You are now. I'm changing the plan. Really, Fun. Jeff, you want to go with? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love the open-ended questions. <laughs> well, contrary to uh, Mr. Sloboda's answer, it is not Mask of the Rough-Looking Chick on Tinder. <laughs> it's going to be the title of my Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, Allen, Ben all got that right. It was indeed Mask of the Phantasm. Okay. All right, question number three. Arnold Schwarzenegger starred as what villain in the 1997 Batman and Robin? Pauses in between the questions or in between the answers give me just enough time to finish studying the rest of the 82 years of Batman history that I've been studying. <laughs> He's preparing. <clears throat> I honestly right. don't think I've watched the 1997 Batman and Robin. Oh. See, I have, but... In all fairness, I own the copy with the Rift Tracks commentary. Ah, nice. It's a lot more tolerable with uh, Michael J. Nelson. <laughs> just just like Titanic. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Actually, have you ever heard their commentary on Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace? Yes. <laughs> not, not in a while, but yes. Oh, God, I love it. Hey, George, any other ethnicities you want to insult while we're at it? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of insulting ethnicities, uh, everyone got that right. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger did, in fact, play Mr. Freeze. The Iceman cometh. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. No! You are not sending me to the cooler. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! <laughs> Right. Everybody cheers. Most blatantly wrong casting decisions in the history of mankind. <laughs> they could have had Patrick Stewart. They could have got Patrick Stewart. Wow. Why do you hate Patrick Stewart? <laughs> well, yeah, that's you have a point. <laughs> you know, he couldn't have saved that movie. And yet, Arnold Schwarzenegger still assessed the worst film he ever made was Red Sonia. What? Well, yeah, he yeah. does. He he he's often joked that when he wants to torture people, he'll put Red Sonia on in his home theater. And everybody leaves. I think he he probably has a soft spot for Batman and Robin because he made like twenty gajillion dollars off of that movie. Yeah, you know what it's worth. He does look like he's having fun in that movie. Oh, he's having a blast. He's he's the only, he's one of the few people that look like they're having fun in that movie. Exactly. All right. Question number four. This is a uh, fill in the blank again. Question number four. In Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, Ben Affleck's Batman asks Superman, "Tell me, do you blank?" Breathe it in. 
All right. So, sorry, Al. The question is not, tell me, do you dance? You sure? I'm going to watch a different version. Let's admit it. That would probably make it a better movie. Superman just just drops right into a jig. Dance of justice. (laughs) See, now I'm thinking, actually, that scene from Freakazoid. Yes, but can you dance? (laughs) I'm thinking at the end of True Lies. Oh, wow. Well, Jeff and all got that right. It is, tell me, do you bleed? Which I sometimes get confused with, the with do you blush from Blade 2, but not this time. <laughs> After he asks him if he dances, then he blushes. There you go. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, I love that they gave the obvious racist line there to Ron Perlman in Blade 2. That was such a great moment. <laughs> All right, question number five. The very first Batman film was a 15-chapter theatrical serial that came out in which year? Your options are 1940, 1943, or 1949. Listen, Dacca, or whatever your name is, I owe my allegiance to no country or order but my own. I'm an American first and always, and no amount of torture conceived by your twisted oriented brain will make me change my mind. All right, the correct answer is that it came out in 1943. Damn. Dang. Total guess. Jeff and Jordan got that right. Batman debuted in, was it 38? 39. 39. See, so, yeah, I thought, I wasn't sure, but I thought 40 was too soon. I didn't think it would be a year after his creation, so I guessed right. 43. Yeah, I figured 43 was still too soon, but I guess not. All right, well, hey, we made it through our first round. At the end of this round, we've got Al with a total of three points, Jeff and Benjamin tied at four with Jordan going perfect that round and having a total of five. So next up, what's our next section we're going to be getting into there, Alexis? Next section is TV trivia. We know that the Dark Knight has graced the small screen in several TV incarnations. How many na-na-nas? Okay. How many grandmas does it take to finish a Batman song? Damn, I should have actually put that in there. I would have, yeah, that would have been a good one. Eight. Eight. He counted them. Of course Total he eight. <laughs> Question number one. The Batman television series had three seasons that lasted from January 12th, 1966 to March 14th, 1968. In those three seasons, how many total episodes were aired? Was it 35, 60, or 120? Ringside table, Batman? Uh, just look, thanks. I'll stand at the bar. I shouldn't wish to attract attention. All right, all the answers are in. In those three seasons, they had 120 episodes. Al, Jordan, and Ben all got that right. Because they were all two-parters, so I assume there's a lot more than a typical season. So I, I went for the highest number. Yeah. Exactly. And back in the 60s, TV was so different compared to what we're used to nowadays. They clocked like, the suckers out. Right? right, dude. The only thing I the only thing I had to go on was I know that I know I that show used to be in syndication, and I'm pretty sure it has to be at least 100 episodes to get syndicated. So, Ooh, yeah, that's right. Good way to think of it. Yeah. Shoot. So. All right. Question number two. In Batman, the animated series, Tim Curry was to voice this villain, but was replaced after reportedly recording four episodes. Which villain was he supposed to play? 
couple things that probably narrow it down just in that sentence. They called me mad, insane, Wendell. They barred me from the universities until I had no choice but to flee here and conduct my research. Well, who's crazy now? Hmm? Who's mad now? Try the casserole, freakazoid, before it gets cold. The correct answers are in, and everyone got it right. It is, in fact, the Joker. I don't know if that audio has ever surfaced, but if it, I would love to have heard it. Yeah. But at the same time, Mark Hamill is so iconic as the Joker. Could we really imagine anyone else doing it? He is, but Tim Curry in the 90s did, like, everything. Every animated series you can think of, he was in it, so it doesn't, like... I was saying, I'm re-binging Gargoyles, and he's on there as Dr. Yes. He's already played an evil clown back then. That's true. Very true. I always love the rumor that he was apparently too scary in the role and they needed someone to take it down a notch. I think I've heard that. I think I've heard that too. Like he probably went like full Pennywise the clown on that role and it was just. Yeah. But then again, Mark Hamill got pretty scary with his Joker too. So I don't know. Very true. All right. In two episodes from the new Scooby-Doo movies TV show titled specifically The Dynamic Scooby-Doo Affair and The Caped Crusader Caper, both airing in 1972, who voiced both Shaggy and Robin on the show? Was it Casey Kasem, Frank Welker, or Burt Ward? Yeah, hope to guess. Yeah. <clears throat> There's something funny about those footprints. Look at the way they slide back to the edge of the rug. That can only mean one thing. Like she had big feet. Like no one seems to be here, Scoob. And by the looks of this pad, I don't blame them. All right, all answers are in. It was Casey Kasem. Original voice of Shaggy decided to voice Robin in those two episodes as well. Uh, Al, Ben, and Jordan all got that right. And now, on with a countdown. Of the two, I would figure Shaggy's voice would be the hardest to, like, you know, cast somebody else as. So I figured, you know. Yeah, for sure. If anybody was going to stay, it'd be, you know, and stay and do another voice besides Shaggy. It'd be, you know. That's right. Yeah, let's face it. person has been able to do Shaggy, and that's Matt Willard. (laughs) This is why he's still doing it, I think, to this day. Or maybe they just recast him for the first time not too long ago. I don't remember. Oh, no, but yeah, I I always love everyone rags on the live-action Scooby-Doo movie. I'm like, I can't rag on it because it gave us Matthew Lillard as Shaggy, and there really hasn't been a better casting choice since. (laughs) All right, question number four. In the famous Justice League Unlimited episode, this little piggy batman sings am i blue in order to return which character back into her human form from a pig am i blue am i blue ain't these tears in my eyes telling you Probably one of the more famous episodes of this show. I love that episode so much. Yeah. It's blending in my head with the Music Meister episode from Brave and the Bold, though. <laughs> I was literally just thinking the other day of like of that episode and like Kevin Conroy just just killing that song. All right, answers are in. The character that is turned into a pig is Wonder Woman. 
Jordan, Ben, and Al all got that right. Right. Jeff, I give you credit. Uh, Lois Lane was a good uh, guess. For sure. All right. Question number five. Last question in the easy round for the TV trivia. Created by Bruce Timm and Paul Dini, Terry McGinnis plays the Cape Crusader in what 1999 animated series? Spider-Man 2099. No, Spider-Man Unlimited. There was an awesome awesome death battle that had this superhero going up against Spider-Man 2099. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good fight. All right. Answer in that 1999 animated show was Batman Beyond. Or as I like to call it, Bruce Tim forgets that women wear something other than miniskirts. I still don't think that he knows that. <laughs> yeah, I love the series, but I remember watching. I, 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 it's on HBO Max. I was watching. And I was just like, why is everyone? I mean, there's a scientist who walks in and she's, she's wearing a lab coat and the miniest of miniskirts. I'm like, what universe does he think all these women are wearing these short skirts? It was well, the style. It was the style at the time, or will be the style at the time eventually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe it's not that he thinks all women just wear miniskirts. Maybe he just can't draw anything other than miniskirts. It is. Or it tights. is a pro. It is a preference for him. I've said, uh, you know, I've it's like well, everyone's wearing tights or miniskirts. Commissioner Gordon, your pick. We we don't know all the impacts that climate change is going to have on the future, but <laughs> <laughs> we should, we're not going to wear many clothes. <laughs> yeah, I better stop skipping leg day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me the give me the who got it right again? Uh, Al, Jordan, and Ben. Okay. All right. Well, we are at the end of our easy TV trivia round. We have uh, new totals here. So Jeff has a total of five. Al has a total of eight. Ben with a total of nine. And Jordan leading the pack, going perfect so far in two rounds with a total of ten. And we're getting ready to go into yes. comics trivia. First on the uh, comics trivia, question number one. Batman first appeared in 1939 in what comic series? Starting this issue, the amazing and unique adventures of the Batman. The Batman by Robert Kane. The case of the chemical syndicate. Answers are all in. Clean sweep across the board. Everyone got that right. Detective Comics. Very good. Very good. Still in print today. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. Well past a thousand issues now. All right. Question number two. Officially, there have been five characters who have donned the mantle of Robin. To get the point, we need you to name at least three of those characters. And I I will say that there may be some arguments had here, just (laughs) possibly, because this feels like a pretty yeah depends how obscure we start getting right right you guys all put in the same three then uh, gave me four (laughs) and uh jeff nice try but i'm afraid we can't count tom dick and harry as an answer (laughs) uh tom dick and harry one of those names is right maybe The other, another one is close. Yeah, right. It was a stab in the dark. It was a, stab all right. in the dark. But I'm afraid all you stabbed was air, my friend. Because the five characters who have donned the mantle of Robin are Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Stephanie Brown, 
and Damian Wayne. Now, one of those names I do not recognize at all. Uh, so can anybody shed any light on Stephanie Brown before I go to the internet? Yeah, she used to be known as Spoiler. Okay. And she was the daughter of the villain Clue Master, and she was also, for a while, Tim Dick's girlfriend, and then she replaced him for a while as Robin. Okay, for, for all right. Yep. Got it. And she then became... they killed her, and then they faked, and they said, no, we didn't kill her. And then they said, maybe we did. No, we didn't. And then they brought her back. She was oh, Batgirl right. for a bit, too. Okay. She was a great, oh, that was a great series. All right, question number three. In the comic story, The Killing Joke, which character is shot and paralyzed by the Joker? I want to talk. <laughs> I've been thinking about you and me. About how this is going to end. About who will end up killing who. Perhaps you'll kill me. Perhaps I'll kill you. You know that, don't you? The correct answer is, it was Barbara Gordon, a.k.a. Batgirl. Uh, Jordan, Allen, Ben all got that right. Great story. Bad, lasting repercussions from it. Right, right. And, and not the greatest animated adaptation of all time. I just skipped the first, like, what, 15, 20 minutes? And you're, you're yes. That's, yeah, that's, what I, that, yeah. that's literally what I always do. The, fir the, the That first act is useless. I, I will say this. While I agree with what you said, her is Oracle. I was, like, much better than Batgirl. Indeed. Well. All right, question number four. The Batman-inspired main character of this four-issue comic series that was published by Disney Comics from September to December 1991 threatened to get dangerous quite a bit. What was the name of this character? Like high-fiving myself right now. And if you get this wrong, you're going to have a serious talk because you clearly haven't been paying attention to us. <laughs> I sent, so I... We're supposed to pay attention. I... I... <laughs> After I got done with these questions, I immediately sent David Wright a message and I said, are you going to be on the podcast, uh, the trivia podcast? He's like, no, not making it this time. I was like, OK, here you go. This one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jesse, do you want to tell us the answer? Oh, uh, let's get dangerous. Dark wing duck actually got dark wing ducked. <laughs> Uh, do we need to explain the whole Darkwing Duck joke? To uh, oh, yeah. Please? You uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm a little lost. I, re I think originally, what were we doing? We were doing the Disney trivia, I think. And uh, yeah, I think um, it was trivia. Yeah, something like led into a whole discussion about Darkwing Duck, like three or four questions before the Darkwing Duck question came up. <laughs> so we refer to something being at least alluded to prior to the question coming up as being Darkwing Duck. So we actually Darkwing Duck a Darkwing Duck question earlier today. And I don't think you can get much more inception than that. It's also the reason why we insist on having backup questions now, because when we did that, we needed to pause for five minutes while I looked up a replacement question. Right. So guys right. already just spoiled the answer. And you guys are lucky I didn't work. Well, wait a second. I, did, I haven't had a chance to look over Alexis's question yet, so I don't want to Darkwing Duck a Scott Bakula question. Scott Bakula. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So that is not an answer. 
for the record, the Scott Scott Bakula an answer is also a phrase uh, to one of our frequent contributors who comes on uh, the show, who often will just put a random ass answer just for the hell of it, more for shock value than anything. Started during Sci-Fi Month when he decided to just start answering everything with Scott Bakula. Right. How often was he right though? <sighs> oh well. <laughs> Good point. Debatable. <laughs> Uh, for the record, Jordan, Ben, and Al uh, all got that right. Jeff, you okay. need to see me after class, young man. <laughs> hey, I'm just I'm just here for the socialization and the uh, the friendships I love, here. I love it, Jeff. I cannot thank you enough for being here tonight, man. So glad you're here, dude. Here for the buffalo wings. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that an Aqua Teen Hunger Force reference? No, that oh, was damn. it was a Simpsons reference, which is you know ninety percent likely when it's me talking. <laughs> I was promised free goat leggings. All right. Question number five. The villain, Harley Quinn, first appeared on the small screen in 1992. However, in 1993, DC Comics had her appear in her in which comic series? Was it Detective Comics, Batman, or The Batman Adventures? I somehow lucked into it. I don't know how. Uh, I go to auctions and buy a lot of uh, stuff in bulk if it, if I can. And I know I purposely didn't buy it like on its own because I would have never paid the amount of money. I'm okay. Let's just put it this way. I'm cheap, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it out. I, you know, I'm not gonna put that much money down for it. But somehow I ended up with this one day, and I was going through like a long box just organizing stuff. And I'm like, I'm I, I legitimately pull the thing out, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, how do I have this? And why have I not known I've had this? <laughs> Once and we get I, the actual answer, I have a question for you about that. Okay. All right. So yeah. So, yeah, I, I somehow ended up with uh, uh, the first appearance of Harley Quinn and could not believe it. Oh, the answer is the Batman Adventures. Everyone got that right. Very good. Very good. Right. And that is the end of round one. What are you going to say, Ben? No, nah, because I, I wanted to know if, like, because there's Harley Quinn's first appearance in, you know, in the Batman Adventures comic. But then there's, like, what's considered her first appearance in the proper DC, which which was her own like one, one shot, shot that has the famous yeah. like Alex Ross cover on it. So I, will, I wasn't sure which one you meant. So, all right, well, this is the end of round one. Let's go ahead and do a score rundown. Jeff has a total of seven. Al going perfect that last round has a total of 13 points. Ben, a total of 14 points. And Jordan, wow, a total of 15. That's perfect. All the way for, through these first three rounds. And Life I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. Uh, hello? Oh, oh, really? Well, this is like the 12th call I've got today about this. Okay, well, hold on just a second. That was the bat phone, and they have just informed me, I've been getting calls about this all day, that they voted that Jordan was killed off by the Pooba. So far, that's all I've been getting calls on the bat phone about. So you want to explain this to me? Well, I hope it's a 1-900 number and you're making money off of those calls. <laughs> <laughs> My co-host on the podcast, Seth, we kind of flipped a coin of who was going to who was going to be on here tonight and uh, uh and he said since i won he was gonna he was gonna vote to kill me off and come and take my place <laughs> i love 
love it. Okay, all right. So this is a reference to Jason Todd getting killed. So are we going to record two versions of the podcast to make sure first? <laughs> yeah, Jordan. I'll call Seth up and have him replace. This, this is uh, the moment yeah. we all found out just how sadistic Batman fans actually are. <laughs> Before we get to round two, it's time to quickly tell you about Amazon Music. If you enjoy rocking out to some great tunes, head to getamazonmusic.com slash W2M Network. You can get a free 30-day trial where you can check out over 70 million songs. That's getamazonmusic.com slash W, the number 2M Network for that free 30-day trial. Now, let's get back to our game. So we're ready for the next round. It's about to get tougher. It's about to get dangerous. At two points apiece on these questions. Back to movie trivia. And remember, guys, these questions are worth two points apiece because they're just a teeny tiny bit harder. All right. First question. In the 2016 film Suicide Squad, Batman makes a very brief appearance taking down which villain? Let's say he has an elite clientele. What? Hey, Angelo, this is the exterminator you called for your rat problem. Account's looking a little thin. No one gets paid until what needs to get done gets done. Nope, that's not the rules. No money, no honey. Whoa, here's your boy right now. All right, all answers are in. The villain that Batman is seen taking down is Deadshot. Oof, I must have DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, that was, that was Uncle Phil that took him down. <laughs> yeah. Now, Jordan did write Joker, who is seen with Batman, but Batman does not take Joker down in that movie. Joker escapes. Ah, uh, I knew there's a scene with a car and a car chase, but I've blanked that movie out. So, as most people have, as far as we're concerned, James Gunn's the only one who brought Suicide Squad to the big screen. <laughs> All right, uh, Ben and Al got that right. James Gunn, by the way, also wrote the Scooby Doo movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was directed oh. by Gosnell, which is why it was so bad. Well, can't do everything. Yeah, actually, there's some truth to that because if you watch both the, the live action Scooby Doo movies and its sequel, which Gunn wrote, there's really good jokes and humor in both, but they're yeah. executed so horrible. Those movies were so not meant for kids. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they do. They very much like you know read like they read like james gunn movies i don't know they don't necessarily look like them but they they definitely read like them yeah it's like there's some definitely james gunn humor in there but they're not but raja gosnell does not execute uh james gunn's humor very well his movie his he was a music video director who raja gosnell yep yeah and then he went on to direct some of the absolute worst kid movies of all time yeah (laughs) beverly hills wawa anyone Oh, oh, that was oh, him. Really? Yeah, that was him. Oh, that was him. He did the first live action Smurfs movie. Oh, well, so he's in his own private hell for screwing up Scooby Doo. Yeah. All right. Next question. In the first four modern Batman movies, uh, that would be Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin, only two actors returned to play the same character all four times. What were those two characters? I've always wondered. Where does that big old bat light come from? Why, it's right on top of police headquarters. I just love to see it. Correct answers are in the two actors who have returned in all four of those movies was Michael Goff playing Alfred and Pat Hingle playing Commissioner Gordon. 
thank God that we didn't have to name the actor because I forgot the uh, Commissioner Gordon actor's name. Oh, I couldn't remember his name it's, until I, I was looking up trivia. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. I, ha- I did not know what that guy's name was. Despite the fact, like, another podcast that I listened to actually reviewed Batman and Robin and, like, ripped him a new one for how pathetic he was in that movie. Yeah, I hate to say it, but Commissioner Gordon was never really that badass in any of the first four movies. I mean, someone pointed out that in Batman Returns, it's one car wreck that makes him go, light the signal, light the signal. It's like, wow, really? Not even going to get the comments? <laughs> yeah, they really did not do much of him at all in these movies. They just kind of had him there. And need I remind you, when in Batman Forever, he showed up to the bat signal in his pajamas? <laughs> <clears throat> wow. What? He was sitting at home. He was listening to Seal. He was all, you know, he was having a good time. <laughs> all right. Jordan Allen Ben got that right. Okay. Next question. Which animated film brought back Adam West, Burt Ward, and Julie Newmar to voice Batman, Robin, and Catwoman? That'd have been a pretty big deal. Do you know what year it was? I mean, you don't have to give it out now, but if you want to wait till later, but do you know what year it was? It was less than 10 years ago. It's yeah, it was recent. fairly recently. Was it? Okay. Uh, let's see here. 2016. Okay. Holy, unholy alliance. Our greatest foes have reunited. Let's go. To the Batmobile. Huh. All right. And the correct answer was... Batman Return of the Caped Crusaders. Oh, thank God. I wasn't too sure about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, crap. <laughs> it was either Caped Crusaders or Dynamic Duo, and I rolled a dice on that one. Um, the coin. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask, what inspired you to write SpongeBob SquarePants as your answer? <laughs> it was just a, it was just a, what, what, what popped in my head? Wasn't there like some pretty famous actors that voiced some ba- SpongeBob characters? I believe yeah. so, yes. Yes, okay. there were. Okay, there were these two superheroes. They were obviously parodies of Batman and Robin called Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. That's right. That's right. By uh, Ernest Borgnine and Tim Conway. Okay. All right. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. No, that was actually those those characters were really hilarious. Oh. <laughs> to oh, the oh, point oh. that there's I actually still see a lot of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy cosplayers at the yeah. cons. Yeah, um, we do. You walk up to Mermaid Man, you go, look, evil, and no matter what they're doing, they'll suddenly <laughs> run off shouting, Evil! Evil! All I said was there's evil up foot. I mean, I'm looking it up. They did have Clancy Brown on the show. Oh, well, okay, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. I always forget that the voice of Lex Luthor is the voice. Well, Clancy Brown's another guy like Clancy Brown's like another guy, another guy like Tim Curry in the 90s. Clancy Brown was in the 2000s where he voiced everything. And Biff Cannon. What what was he doing? Wilson. Uh, He said he played, he just plays a lot of random people in like 15 episodes. Cop number two, customer one, bald fish. I like that he's getting work. That's all that matters to me. Way to go, Thomas F. Wilson. <laughs> all right. Ben and Al got that question right, by the way. Okay. I'm having a rough round after being voted murdered. <laughs> <laughs> the dead don't answer. <laughs> Next question. In Batman Forever, Two-Face has two henchwomen who tend to him. What are their names? Oh, kind of sucks. I think I remember the actors better than the character names. 
I definitely remember one of the actors. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I know I remember who both of them were, but... Mm. Besides, I made your favorite tonight. Sparkling champagne and yummy poached salmon with little itty-bitty quail eggs and a creamy, dreamy lemon souffle. No, I made your favorite. A charred heart of black boar, a side of raw donkey meat, and a sterno and grain alcohol straight up, baby! Perfect! Did you spoil us? All right, then the answer is sugar and spice. Yes. Damn it. Woo-hoo. All right. One of them played by Drew Barrymore, or am I yes. remembering that wrong? Okay. Sugar was you. Drew Barrymore. Okay. And spice was uh, Debbie Mazar. I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Who got that? Oh, uh, Jordan and Al. Thank you. What group does Bruce Wayne train with in Batman Begins? You are ready to lead these men. You are ready to become a member of the... Redacted. But first, you must demonstrate your commitment to justice. Wait for it! Answers are in, and I'm sorry, Jeff, but oh sh! some ninja dudes is not quite the answer <laughs> we're looking for. <laughs> That's somewhat. all I got. That's all it's I got. somewhat right. <laughs> I'm sure somebody said that when they invaded the city. But... <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> oh, sh- Everyone else got it right. It's the League of Shadows. Also, if I ever write a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, movie, that's going in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. It it could be Michelangelo Raphael saying it. Yes. Wow. I'll tell you, this first round, things are changing. Get ready for this. So, Jeff (laughs) has a total of seven. Jordan, after unceremoniously getting killed off, has dropped... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 221. <laughs> Thank the poop off for that. Jordan has a total of 21. Ben has a total of 22. And and then Al in the lead now with a total of 23 going perfect that movie round. So next oh, up is TV Trivia. Oh, boy. All right. Here we go. This one is multiple choice. In the 1966 TV series, the secret bat poles were accessed by using the bust of which famous historical figure? Was it Plato, Hannibal, Shakespeare, or Caesar? Romero. That's Inception. <laughs> yeah, see, I actually looked it up because I thought at first that they had changed it around a little bit. But yeah, it was the same bust in all 120 episodes. I'll be right there, Commissioner. The bat poles. Yes, Commissioner. Right away. To the bat poles. And the bust is, it was Shakespeare. Wow. They sell those now, too. Like, you can, or they did at some point. Or you like they flip, flip it, there was a yep. little button. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. There's a button. Oh, you, can con- buy that. You, you can connect it to whatever you happen to want to use that button to turn on or off. I oh, love oh, I need to go. Yeah, it's like now that I think all of us are sitting there going, damn it, I want that. <laughs> I, I don't care if I just have to connect it to a light. I want that. <laughs> I thought about I really thought about it. I, I remember it being kind of expensive for what it was. So I hate to admit, it's probably cheaper just to make your own. Oh, that's an option. Uh, oh, no, wait, that one doesn't do anything. Oh, crap. That is a bank. $300? I think. Ooh. Kidding me? I know, right? Jeez. 
200 for the one that actually flips. Yeah, plus 35 hmm. shipping. Where did you find that? eBay. Of course. Uh, for the record, Jordan, Ben, and Al got that right. Okay. Next question. Anna West guest starred on an episode of Batman the Animated Series as which character? <sighs> and Jeff, because you've been answering the same way multiple times, I'm just going to cut you off right now. It's not the Riddler. <laughs> Riddler, the Riddler, the rapper. The good one, but I, crap, I can't remember the name now. I, I think it's a favorite of a lot of people. I want to need an explanation at the end of this one. Really? Oh, I, can't, I don't uh, recognize. I don't recognize the character. Don't think I've watched much animated series at all. Oh, so. uh, uh, yeah. I'm so. I, I know. You're fired. I, <laughs> I'm just keeping score, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's like right. the greatest animated series of the '90s. Yeah, I was in college in the '90s, and this yeah, I remember. I taped it. <laughs> What I'm saying is, I remember it being on. I was just busy playing Nintendo 64. Yeah. WWF No Mercy. That's that's all I'm saying. Don't you have HBO Max? Yeah, I know it's there. I just haven't had time to go back and enjoy it. All right, Alexis, I'm sorry. I'm completely <laughs> blanking on the name, so I'm sorry. Uh, Al wrote it was the Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, the correct answer is the character that Adam West played was the Gray Ghost. Oh, uh, Jeff, I give you credit. Actually, guessing Bruce's father was not bad, but Kevin Conroy actually voiced Bruce's father anytime he appeared on screen. Just lowered his voice a little bit for it, including in that episode. Time. Yeah, you're right. Bruce's father does appear in that episode. Well, Jordan, Ben, since you both got it right, would either of you like to explain to uh, my co-host who the Gray Ghost is? Yeah, sort of a pulp-style hero, like the Shadow, almost, uh, that was like a hero of Bruce's as a boy. So that's a good way to have a retro, you know, having having Adam West play a, a retro character to the modern Batman was, was an interesting choice. Yeah, oh, it, nice. it, that episode got kind of meta in, like, the, like the best possible way. Like, I don't even want to explain how, because you really should watch it, and, like, it's... It's a little bit tear jerking, even like if you if you know yeah. what Adam West mean may, means to Batman in general. Well, the short there's, version is there's a uh, cri there's uh, these bombings happening and they're mimicking an old episode of the Grey Ghost. So Batman, <laughs> the actor who played him, uh, to see to see if he remembers it because this was obviously way before the time of um, you know videotapes or internet or anything. And Adam West plays the actor. Mm -hmm. Okay, now. Is the Grey Ghost an actual DC Comics character? Not that I know of. I mean, obviously, I think he was I, created just for the show, for the series. Okay, yeah. I, I'm I'm curious. I'll, I'll do I'll do some digging here real quick as we go into the next question. But yeah, I, I, when I saw the character's name, I was like, I've never heard of this person, so I had no idea what in the world it was. I was going to mention one more cameo in that episode, but I don't want to spoil that either. So like, let me oh, know. When you let me that. know when you've seen it. I just realized, though, why haven't Bruce, Tim, and Paul Dini wrote some Grey Ghost comics? I think Paul Dini would knock some, something like that out of the park. Like, I don't know either. That would have been, that's like right up his alley. Oh, God. Someone tag Paul Dini when we get this finished and say, dude, write Grey Ghost comics. <laughs> Surely they did an issue of Batman Adventures or something that that that's almost too good of an idea to not. <laughs> Somebody right. has to have had that. Well, He's been I'm mentioned gonna, once or twice. I'll read to you what I just found. I'll read this. The Grey Ghost is name is a name used by two unrelated legacies in the DC universe. During the 19th century, it was used by a series of masked Avengers against those who betrayed the con Confederacy. This put them into conflict with legendary bounty hunter Jonah Hex. The Grey Ghost was created by Michael Flight. 
Fleischer and Tony DeZuniga first appearing in Jonah Hex number 85. So I doubt that's the one we're talking about. And then they have a paragraph about the DCAU, uh, yeah. which is what they're talking. So uh, two, yep. two unrelated. So I assume it must have been just for the, the, that, that incarnation. Go ahead. That might have been where they got the name from, though. At, le- okay. at the very least. Right. Yeah, I'm intrigued Bruce, now because I'm a huge Jonah Hex fan. So now I want to find that book. <laughs> Bruce Tim and Paul Dini are like, you know, the 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 only like silver age dc silver and golden age dc nerds so like it wouldn't surprise me if that's exactly what inspired the at least the name of the character very good very good it's such a great scene when adult bruce is watching the gray ghost and alfred comes in with a bowl of popcorn for him <laughs> i always love that all right Crap, we just Donald Ducked us ourselves. <laughs> or or Darkwing Ducked ourselves. Donald Duck the D like pants. Donald Duck, I meant Darkwing Duck. <laughs> the next question was about Paul Dini. Hang on, going to the backup. Is the answer Paul Dini? <laughs> It was seriously that qu- the answer. Okay, the the original question was: This writer on Batman the Animated Series not only rewrote Mister Freeze's origin story to include a tragic background, but also invented Harley Quinn. But right. since we're just talking about Paul Dini, I'm assuming everyone here was going to get that. Yep, Darkwing right. Dini. <laughs> <laughs> he like he liked my Harley Quinn sketch on Twitter like years ago, so. Oh, nice. I remember that. That's, uh, I, I just like put that, like reposted that on Facebook not too long ago. It was a moment. All right. Well, I do have a backup question ready to go. The 1966 series was known for having guest stars play original villains that would only appear in one or two episodes. I'm going to give you a list of actors. Which one did not play a villain on the show? Was it Roddy McDowell, Milton Berle, Zsa Zsa Gabor, or Edward G. Robinson? Actually, I had some fun working on this one, actually pulling up the list of all the guest actors who have appeared and what villains they played. Batman and Robin, what are you guys doing? Just routine crime fighting. Would you like to come inside? I'm rehearsing. Thank you, citizen, but our pursuit of justice allows us few diversions. Oh, it's you, Batman. Gave me quite a start. Yes, citizen, you may return to your harpsichord. We're on official business. All right. All answers are in. Believe it or not, the only person who did not appear as a villain in that list was Edward G. Robinson. Now, he did appear on the show guesting in The Bat Climb, in which a character, somebody would lean their head out of a window while Batman and Robin were walking up big quotation mark <laughs> the wall mm-hmm. but he did not play a villain however roddy mcdowell played bookworm milton burrow played louis the lilac and jaja gabor played minerva ben yeah. got that right total guess good for you they get, they burned off a lot of celebrity cameos with that climbing up the wall with the climbing up the wall scene though there was always somebody interesting in those windows oh yeah All right, next question. In Batman Beyond, which classic villain inspired a street gang that frequently appeared on the show? And get off my property. You're trespassing. Oh, is that right? It's okay. I can handle this. Who do you think you're talking to, old man? All right, all answers are in. Clean sweep across the board. The answer is the Joker. I go up one right final again. Led to one of the one of the most hilarious parts of that show was in the, I think in the very first episode. It's like we're the Jokers, and crusty old Bruce Wayne is like, yes, of course you are. <laughs> sure, sure you are. 
This is a multiple choice. In the Batman animated series episode, Make Them Laugh, Joker kidnaps three comedians and brainwashes them into becoming over-the-top villains. I'm going to give you a list I want of villains. Three of them actually appeared in the comics. One of them was one of the brainwashed comedians. You need to tell me which one was the brainwashed comedian. Was it March Harriet, Crazy Quilt, The Pack Rat, or Zebra Man? That's some crazy names. And like I said, the other three are legit Batman villains. None of these names were just made up out of the thin air. One side, Mac. I beg your pardon? Ooh, pretty. I want it. Hey, you can't do that. Sure I can, lady. I'm the... The correct answer is, it's the pack rat. <laughs> Wasn't that like the Seinfeld parody? No, Condiment King was, the, was, was meant yeah. to be Oh, Seinfeld. that's it. That's right. The other one was definitely Roseanne. I can't, oh. I can't remember who Packrat was meant to be. Uh, well, I don't do windows. Was, the guy who voiced Packrat was one of the actors from Murphy Brown. Huh. Oh, that was him? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, now that I think about it. Yeah, okay. Hmm. There was yeah. a lot of it. That episode aired a lot of grievances about like sitcom writing, I think. Like somebody was working through some issues with that episode. Well, I was actually inspired to write that question from when I took my aunt to go see the Lego Batman movie. Because, you know, they do that big rundown of all the villains, and they include a ton of really obscure t villains from the TV shows and comics. They got to the end of that, and I remember my aunt looking over at me, and I just shot her a look, and I said, yeah, they're all legit. <laughs> Crazy quilt. All right. Ben and Al got that right. All right. Score update. Jeff is going to, I know, I can feel it. He's going to break 10, but he's at nine right now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Gonna do it. <laughs> Jeff has got a total of nine points. And then Jordan coming in with a total of 27. Al with a total of 29. And Ben with a total of 32 going perfect that round. So Nice. And, nice. Yeah. This is, uh, this is. This could yeah, swing. This, this could swing anyway. We're about to jump into comic and trivia. We're swinging. I didn't know it was that kind of podcast. Whoa! Welcome to the party. <laughs> Where do I put my keys? Which fishbowl? <laughs> By the way, I got curious enough to to look this up because I I remembered it wrong. But Crazy Quilt created by none other than Jack Kirby, apparently. Wow! Oh, no, no way! Kidding. What was it for? Like Boy Commandos or something? Yes, it was. Uh, makes sense. First appearance, Boy Commandos, number 15. Wow. Kirby had a lot of imagination in him, man. <laughs> he, no kidding, dude. He, he was an endless fountain of wacky characters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys ready for the final five questions? Shoot. Yes. Yeah. Right on. Uh, when Batman's loyal butler, Alfred, first appeared in Batman number 16 in 1943, what was his original last name? Was it... Chatsworth, Pennyworth, Hawthorne, or Beagle. <laughs> Eddie, I've told you before, you can't participate. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> so, okay, the correct answer is, believe it or not, Alfred's original last name was Beagle. Interesting. Yeah. I so should have known that. Yeah, that's why Eddie barked at the end. He was trying to give you a clue. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, I was like, that's perfect. I was thinking. <laughs> All right, I'll go buy a copy of Detective Comics number 27. Yeah. <laughs>
Just uh, buy the uh, uh, the uh, what's it called? The Zero Hour crossover. He's in that one. No, no, no. I gotta buy the original issue. Anybody yeah. got anybody got like about three point two million dollars to spare? Pop <laughs> it down. There you go. Plunk it on down there. Um, uh, Jordan and Al got that right. Okay. Heating up. Heating up. Heating up, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. In Detective Comics number 267, Batman is visited by a being from another dimension who wants to help him fight crime. What was his name? Solid, solid question. An answer that I wanted to use at one point in some of mine, but I was like, ah, uh, that's probably going to be a, that, it might be a little too tough for the easy round. You've jumped the shark. That moment when a once great show starts going downhill. Give him a taste of your bat shark repellent, old chum. I want a new, more dramatic Batman show. Of course, that's not going to happen until this one's canceled. The answer is Batmite. Uh, ben and Jordan and Al got that right. Uh, Jeff, who is Zorg? You know, from that, that TV show, uh, Son of Zorg or whatever the hell it was called. That was Son of Zorn with an N. Zorn. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Batmite just referenced on Peacemaker, so officially part of the DCEU. That's right. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember, oh, you know, I'm sitting there. I watched that whole series with my wife. Every, like, stupid little reference to something. I'm looking over at my wife like, I, I, I know what they're talking about. And Mindy <laughs> has no clue. I'm like, Batmite, Batmite. She's like, nope. <laughs> she, she's just here for John Cena, trust me. Uh, I still love all the jokes in there. Green Arrow, he insinuated that you... Green Arrow's a brody. <laughs> no, damn it. That was, that was also the most bizarre, you know, uh, Justice League cameo I could have imagined being in that show. In a, in a show full of bizarre things happening. No kidding. That, that was the weirdest. <laughs> I can't believe they let they let James Gunn do do that. Right. Like, he's got to have pictures of somebody like or something. I don't know what, but he's like, <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah. I'm so tired of this rumor. It's not a rumor. It's not a rumor. <laughs> Shut up, Barry. Oh, God. OK. Which comic writer first gave Batman his iconic nickname, The Dark Knight? Was it Bob Kane, Frank Miller, Denny O'Neill or Bill Finger? Damn, damn. I only, I only know one. I'm definitely sure it isn't. Face goes home. It is just you and I, the Joker, Bat versus Cloud, moral enemies. I am such a freak. Society is bad. You drink water. I drink anarchy. I drink bats, just like a bat would. All right, answers are all in. Only one person got it right. The comic writer that first gave Batman his iconic nickname was Bill Finger. I should have known. We all knew it wasn't Bob Kane, right? Because That was the only one I knew it wasn't. He didn't write shit. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. it should have been should have figured Bill Finger. He did pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, Jordan got that right. Oh boy! <laughs> oh my goodness! Two questions left. Yep. Now, unfortunately, you guys Darkwing Duck twice. We did. Oh my the god! Question was about Jason Todd. <laughs> So Read the question. Read that question. Part of me knew that as I was explaining that joke to Jesse. I Part of me oh. knew that was going to be a question. Of course it was. In 1988, DC-led readers call in votes to decide a massive outcome in the comics. What was it? So the, the real question for the, for the two points is, what is the name of the Penguin's nightclub seen in both comics and animated series? How many backup questions do we have? 
that was the last one. Sorry, I only wrote two. Oh, that's all right. But I seriously doubt anyone's going to Darkwing Duck this net, the last one. I think we're fine. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be the problem. We might run into a tie at the end. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a very good possibility if things don't shake out differently in these last two, we may have a tie. I'm going online to find more questions. <laughs> All right, well, all answers are in. The correct answer is the Iceberg Lounge. Uh, Jordan, Allen, Ben got that right. Okay. Yay. All right. Yeah, good job, guys. So we have one more question to go. Right now, Ben is in the lead with 36, with Al and Jordan tied at 35. Ben could make sure we do not have a tie for first place by getting this question right. If... He misses it. Al and Jordan get it correct. Then Jeff wins by default. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay, that sounds fair. That's the tiebreaker. That's how we break the ties. We give the loser the winner's uh, position. No, the uh, we're going to have Al and Jordan obviously tie uh, for first place, and then we'll have to figure out something to break the tie. So, but let's see. Let's see what this last question is and see where we land. No pressure, right, guys? No pressure. None. None. For the record, I found a couple of backup questions. So, all right. Perfect. 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 All right. The final question In Detective Comics number 664, Scarecrow sprays Joker with his fear toxin, which causes the victim to hallucinate and see their worst fears. What does Joker see? Guys, no one got that right. Oh, Ooh. wow. Solid last question. Real toughy. Yeah. yeah. Jordan, you guessed that he would see himself bombing at comedy. Ben, you guessed he would see Batman dead. Al, you guessed he would see a normal life. And Jeff, you guessed he would see Chloe Zhao. Who? <laughs> one of his worst fears. Eternals. Oh, uh. Is that All one right. of your? Is that actually one of your worst fears, Jeff? No, I I actually think hanging out with Chloe Zhao would be really cool. All right, Chloe Zhao was delightful. She's a genius. Okay. Good enough for me. Guys, do you want to know what uh, Joker saw when he got sprayed with the uh, the fear toxin? Yes, please. Sure. Not a damn thing. Nothing. Absolutely, he saw nothing. So, did you say who that- wrote that? Was that Denny O'Neill that wrote that? Detective so, Comics six sixty four. When what year? We're we're at one thousand something. So six six. You know the six hundreds. Probably sometime in the early eighties. I think Chuck Dixon so the, wrote that actually. So the Joker okay. thinks he's Atreyu. Got it. Atreyu. <laughs> uh, let's hear it. Oh, Fourth day, July nineteen ninety three. Okay. I'm I'm making Alexis do far too much work for just to <laughs> satisfy my curiosity. <laughs> oh uh, my goodness. You've just given me another reason to hate Chuck Dixon. Because, <laughs> oh, I don't know. That well, actually, that's actually pretty good. Like, I actually like that. Now I kind of want to read that issue. I think, I think the Jordan might be a little bit bitter here. I'm just saying because the score rundown is as such. Jeff, total of nine points. Thank that's you. Okay. For I appreciate you coming on here, sir. Absolutely. 
tied for second, Al and Jordan, both with a total of 35 points. And then Ben comes in with a total of 36. So congratulations, Benjamin J. Cologne, for bringing the Batman trivia, uh, well, skills, bringing the Batman skills. Very nice. Yes, good job. Good job, sir. Before we head into plugs, this would be a good time to tell you about a sponsor of the W2M Network, and that is Grammarly. For you, the listeners of Tripped Up Trivia, Grammarly is offering a free download of the Grammarly software. Grammarly's AI-powered products help people communicate more effectively. It also helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation, and spelling mistakes, and while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, that's getgrammarly.com slash W, the number 2M network, to download Grammarly for free. Benjamin, you are our winner this evening. Again, congratulations. So you will get to go first in regards to plugging what you are currently in the process of doing out there and the social media. What's going on, man? Yeah, um, I guess I'll take this time to like you know elaborate on what I was working on earlier because I didn't want to give it away because it was vaguely Batman related. I didn't want to give away a trivia question. Turns out we ended up giving away several trivia questions. <laughs> By way of my Twitch stream, you guys can find me. I, first of all, I'm Epic Benjamin J on all the things that includes uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and, and Discord. You can follow me on any or all of those things, and uh, you'll be able to see a lot of my artwork and uh, my stream, which I try to do a couple of times a week. I just finished, before we started this this trivia episode, uh, uh, I just finished my Sketchbook Saturday stream, and uh, this week, the past couple of months, I've been doing classic black and white films i've been drawing characters from classic black and white movies and today knowing that we were doing batman um i figured i could probably get away with uh, splitting the difference for both of those things so i went with the main character from the man who laughs uh named uh Gwynplaine, who who was jerry robinson's original visual inspiration for the joker and the look of whom has remained largely unchanged in the past you know 80 years uh, 80 plus years so it was a blast being able to draw that uh, it came, I like the way it came out I'll be posting it shortly on all of my social media you know uh, outlets and like I said uh, Epic Benjamin J you can follow me on all of those things uh, and you can also message me on all of those things because I'm keeping my commissions wide open and uh, if you can think of it I can probably draw it so and uh, just uh, remember to make friends through art whenever possible and even sometimes when not possible. Ah, absolutely. Hey, uh, just real quick to tag on to that. Uh, Benjamin and I, we finished a podcast there. Oh, well, it was a good while before uh, it actually aired. But uh, we did a focus on Spider-Verse that aired, I think, before the end of last year. Uh, So that was a big project that he and I jumped into. I learned a lot reading that. And, of course, you know, Benjamin helped me through. We covered it on the Source Material Comics podcast. So if you get a chance uh, and you'd like to check out and learn a little bit about Spider-Verse, I know it's not Batman related, but, hey, it's Spider-Man nonetheless. Check that out. you Uh, You can see for yourself how many episodes in before I start slurring my speech. 
he might have he might have been drinking a little bit that night. Uh, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. So Ben, again, thanks for coming on here and congratulations. Let's go ahead. We'll move on to Al Sedano and Jordan. You guys get to do your plugs at the same time. It's amazing. Just start rattling them. I'm just kidding. Fight, <laughs> <laughs> Al. Al, you get to go first here, man. Uh, tell us all about what's going on uh, with uh, Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. So yeah, it's uh, Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. It's well, it's about the Marvel characters, Adam Warlock and Thanos. I mean, it, it's right in the title, people. Come on. You really don't have to be questioning what it's about. But yeah, right now we're, uh, so just go to resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com on Twitter at Adam Thanos Pod, or just type in Adam Warlock or Thanos and whatever podcatcher you use. Uh, right now we're covering the stuff from the late 70s and early 80s when Adam and Thanos were dead. And we're doing all the stuff that kind of is, relates to them and will eventually lead to storylines that, you know, will be called the Infinity Gauntlet, War, Crusade, Pants, Bank, <laughs> Rubber Ducky, etc. Uh, the Infinity Pants. All right. Jordan Lowe of the Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm not going to steal your thunder. Th speaking of thunder, I'm on the Riverdale episode. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what do you got going on, man? That's right. Uh, we we cover anything and everything pop culture. Kapow, the pop culture podcast. You down with kpp.com is the address, or we're on all the pod beans and stitchers and all the places you find them. We talk comics, we talk movies, TV, and like you said, Riverdale, uh, way too much detail. We're obsessed <laughs> with Riverdale. Uh, I'm a writer for SoPro Comics. You can find all my books at soprocomics.com. A lot of all ages, uh, fun, colorful comic books with my partner, Michael K. Easton, the artist. And if you happen to be in Marietta, Ohio, Asylum Comics is 212 Third Street. Thanks for coming on here, especially at the last second, dude. All right, Jeff, man, I, I didn't get the chance to get on there on that last episode you invited me to. Can you kind of like drop what you've been doing on MCU's Bleeding Edge and all over YouTube? We do have Friday and Sunday night live stream shows now at 920 p.m. Eastern, 620 p.m. Pacific every Friday and Sunday night, along with our Wednesday main show. Alexis has actually been moderating some of those Friday shows. So maybe you could actually like hook up with me and Alexis and we could do like a Rutherford Broadcasting Network team up on the Bleeding Edge or something like that. But, I like um, that. Yeah. So, I mean, we're the MCU's Bleeding Edge and, um, you know, we're not for kids. So, uh, you know, if you like your uh, your Marvel MCU content, adult orientated, then we're the show for you. Yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, yeah. Hey, source material. It is the comic podcast right here on the Radulich and Broadcasting Network and on the W2Mnet.com. Uh, I know the Uncharted episode just dropped here recently talking about the latest Uncharted movie. Ronnie Adams and I got together and talked about an Uncharted comic book that came out from DC in 2011. Hey, if you like Indiana Jones, you'll probably enjoy reading some Uncharted. Uh, it, it was a neat condensed story and I could see that story actually being in the video games. So fun discussion. Evan Bevins and myself got together and talked about Batman White Knight. So that was an interesting story uh, where the Joker is, well, ends up being the good guy uh, and he's the savior of Gotham. And this isn't some alternate reality tale where Batman's the bad guy and Joker or 
should I say, Jack Napier is the good guy. It's it's definitely something that feels like it could be told in continuity. It's not, I don't believe, but it's it's good nonetheless. And uh, yeah, Evan and Bevins and myself got together and talked about that. Fun, fun, fun stuff. So anyway, that's all I'm going to go ahead and plug. Alexa Santa, please feel free to do your plugs and take us out of here. All right. Well, Honeysuckle Rose Creations, the intersection of geek and chic. We're getting ready to hit the convention circuit here pretty soon, heading to the Lexington Comic and Toy Fair. So excited. Four-day event. Cannot wait to work that. After that, we're heading back home to Planet Comic Con here in Kansas City. We're going to be heading to Springfield for Vision Con, and then we just got approval for NakaCon. This is one of the biggest anime conventions in the Midwest. Really excited to be going back to that. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our shops are fully stocked on Etsy and Handmade at Amazon. And we do indeed have plenty of Batman-style merchandise, so if you are intrigued with more of the Dark Knight, be sure to head over to our shops. Again, that's Honeysuckle Rose Creations, the intersection of geek and cheap. Well, again, thank you very much to our contestants, Al Sedano, Jeff Sloboda, Benjamin J. Cologne, and Jordan Lowe, and Alexis Haina, of course. Uh, we'll be talking to you next time. This is Tripped Up Trivia. I'm Jesse Starcher. Have a good one. Uh, bye-bye.